You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. You know, it's like when I get up in the morning and I'm like, oh my God, I got to come in and do an interview. And, uh, you know, it's always great when I have somebody interesting to have an interview. And uh, today I'm with Senior High and I'm with Karen from Senior High. And this is the Hayes Radio Spotlight. How are you doing today, Karen? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. So let me ask you, I usually like to ask people before we get too much into, you know, the cannabis stuff. Uh, what did you do prior to being in the cannabis industry? Um, well, I actually still do it. I've been a recruiter uh, for over 30 years and I am currently with Corn Ferry and I am working on cannabis searches, uh, alternative medicine, that type of thing. So my lifestyle, I guess my journey into cannabis, uh, I had my work go with me. Sure. Sure, that's really interesting. And uh, have you always been uh, an enjoyer of cannabis or is that something newer in your life or what's what's that situation? I have to laugh because people are always amused. I started using cannabis when I was 65 years old okay. for the very first time. Sure, so that's that's a very interesting yes. <laughs> topic, right? Were you yes. just against it? Or are you just kind of like, oh, it's not for me? What was the reason why up to your age you didn't use it? Well, I grew up in uh, Indiana. Okay. And uh, quite honestly, it was the bad kids that were smoking pot. Sure. And I knew my dad would kill me. Remember okay. those days? Sure, I mean, sure. you know. Sure. I had to hide my mini skirt underneath my long dress to get to school. I couldn't get away with smoking pot. So. Yeah, sure. Obviously. <laughs> Reefer madness was a lot different when you were, yes. when you were, you know, a younger individual, you know, so, so you learned that it really was a bad thing, right? <laughs> so oh, yeah. what, what, what made the change though? Why at 65 did you say, ah, oh, you know what? Is it because of technology? Is it because a lot of these states became legal and, you know, there was more acceptance? Was there a reason specifically that, you know? Yes. Um, I had a very bad fall. Oh. And off of a two inch step that just about destroyed my life. Wow. Um, it wrecked my, my legs, my feet, my knees, my elbows. Uh, I was in neurological pain all the time. It hurt so bad. I was going to doctors, pain management, acupuncture. Uh, I was doing everything that one could do. I was taking a lot of bad pills. Sure. And I just, I, I didn't know what to do. So I did everything. And when you realize that you're taking eight or nine pills a day that you probably don't need, uh, you start thinking, oh my God, I don't know what else to do. So you just keep on taking more because the pain wouldn't go away. Sure. But on a particular bad day, my, my son-in-law, who is a rock and roll legend <laughs> in our family, at least, okay. um, he plays with a band called Fu Manchu. And uh, he said to me when I was having a really hard time, I could barely walk. I was in a wheelchair a lot of the time. I used a walker, used a cane. But he says, come with me. I want you to take 
put your mouth over this jar, which was a nasty obong. Sure. And I want you to breathe in. And so at that point, I didn't care what it was. I breathed in because I hurt so bad. And it was not more than a minute. And my pain was gone. Wow. And it was like, oh, my God, what just happened? And then it took me <laughs> another minute to realize I was high as a kite. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but but I didn't hurt. Yeah. So that that was like, well, that day I was wasted for about eight hours. But the next day, the thought in my mind was somehow I have to make this work for me but I cannot be high. I have to go to work. I have to, you know, do drive and do all the things that you do all day long. So sure. that became my journey to figure out how do I get rid of the pain, but yet not be high. And how did you do that? A whole lot of education. I, at 65 years old, I started becoming like a dispensary groupie. I would hang out in dispensaries and talk to people about every single product within them. Uh, I was living in Orange County at the time. There was a lot of seminars uh, that I started going to regarding CBD. Uh, I started taking certification programs, which I've done several. And it probably took me a good two years to get myself on a regimen where I feel fantastic and I haven't really varied from that in the last two years. Now, uh, so when you were when you were taking pain pills, mm -hmm. you got off of them because you were using cannabis. My question to you is: If you started taking CBD and you started taking, uh, you know, cannabis, and you've got yourself adjusted to feeling uh, a certain way that you're comfortable mm -hmm. with and having a good quality of life, right? Mm -hmm. My, what, I, what I wonder is uh, what in the end really like did you did you feel made such a the big difference? Like what was it? Was it the CBD for in the inflammation this like and, mm -hmm. and the question is, were you able to get off of other pharmaceuticals that you were on that weren't just for pain because you started taking yes. all this stuff? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, blood pressure became under control, uh, you know, just anxiety, a whole lot of other issues. Uh, the pain pills that I was taking, I had to work with my doctor to get off of them. And that probably took about three months to cycle it out of my system. Uh, and at that time, you know, I was kind of hard to live with too, because I was still having pain. And until I really hit on the right regimen. Uh, it, like I said, it took a good year and a half, two years for me to be as good as I am today. I think one of the biggest mistakes is people will take CBD and think, why isn't it working? Yeah. But there, there has to be, when you're chasing pain, you have to have THC yeah. with the CBD. Absolutely. And and plus, you have to take it for a while. You don't take one pill and walk around and you're sure, fixed. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, you have to build your endocannabinoids yes. in your body. Yes, exactly. And 
you started doing these things, you started regulating, you started uh, feeling better about it. Is that why you created the course or talk about what it is that senior high is? Okay. Um, well, to answer your question, it all came about as sort of an, a really happy little accident. So as I started feeling better and the people I worked with, my neighbors, my friends all realized I was feeling better. I was in a, it was not in as much pain. And they would say to me, Kieran, you know, what are you doing? I mean, tell me about your regimen. So I just started talking to people about cannabis. Um, we lived in an over 55 community. People over 55 won't go to a dispensary. But I started getting requests. When you go to that dispensary up there, will you grab me something for sleep? Or will you get me something for pain or something for my arthritis? And it just became, you know, I was like the neighborhood drug dealer. I was bringing all the old ladies, whatever they wanted, because, sure. you know, sure. nobody wanted to go. So um, one time my husband and I were talking about it and I just looked at him and I said, I'm going to start a company. It's going to be called Senior Dash High. We wanted it Senior High, but that's another story. Sure. Um, but um, it it just has taken off from there. So it's been now probably about three years I've been advocating and, you know, delivering and talking about uh, cannabis as a medicine to anybody who's over 55 and wants to learn about it. And there's a lot of them out here. Absolutely. And what area, where do you live? I live in Rancho Mirage, which is out in Coachella Valley. Oh, okay. So, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So right now uh, we, we've probably done five or six events now, you know, COVID really slowed us down, of course. And was it, um, uh, was it an educational event? Like you mm -hmm. would have like a yeah. seminar? Right. We've and, done several things. Yeah. And how we many do, people, how many people have come to the seminars? Like what kind of, what kind of numbers are we talking here? Every time we do any sort of meeting, whether it is designed around fun or it is designed around wellness, we always have 50 to 60 people. That's always. great. That's great. Yeah. That's um, cool. We're going to, yeah, we're doing some over in Palm Springs at the Mizell Center. And she thinks we'll probably have 70 people at, we're going to do two and, days. And what is the Mizell Center? What is that? Um, it's a senior center oh. in Palm Springs. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, and we've gone into various um, uh, dispensaries. We did, we took a group of uh, seniors to a cannabis lounge so that, and we did it via limousine so that we could all go there and try out a product and not have to worry about driving home. Sure. And I had to turn people away. I mean, they, seniors are very curious. Really? And they want to know, number one, you know, what it feels like, because most of us still have that stigma and we have to learn. Sure. So, you know, so they want to know more about it. They hear all the information about it's good for, you know, whatever ails you, whether it's just general wellness or a pickleball injury or whatever. And so they want to know all about it. Wow. So that's great. And you said you've done five or six functions. Now, mm -hmm. are you also have an online course or is it just based around you putting together functions mm -hmm. for people to be educated? 
What we try to do is we have, first of all, we have a Facebook, you know, that's pretty much real time with questions and sure. answers yeah. and who's doing what. And, and, who's and, doing what and what is the Facebook page? The Facebook page is uh, senior-high cannabis education. Okay. And let me quickly about the dash. Um, I feel I am a very astute businesswoman. So when I went into GoDaddy to buy our name, our domain, Senior High, the two words Senior Space High cost $50,000 on GoDaddy. Crazy. But if you put the dash in there, Senior Dash High, 99 cents. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was course. my first real business decision. Well, it, it, was, it was a good, I think it was a great decision. It, was. it would take you, it would, I don't know. I don't know. Are you doing these events and charging people or are you doing it to help people? Um, it, it all depends. Sometimes the events like, you know, if we're going to rent a limousine, you're going to cover the cost. Well, yeah, you? yeah, yeah, but sure. When sure. it's just strictly general wellness, for the most part, we do not charge. Yeah. And what we are, what we do, uh, kind of pass through is that we work with dispensaries and products. And so we do have CBD products on our website, things that we have vetted. We have different products for seniors that have THC in them. Uh, and so even though we cannot sell those items, uh, for instance, you know, there's a few brands that we just highly recommend. So we, you know, you can go on our website and find out what you would use for whatever ails you. I got you. I got you. That's great. Um, great. What are some of the, if you want to give a shout out to some of the dispensaries, what are the ones that you've gone to that's, uh, okay. that the seniors are loving? Let's give a shout out. Okay. Palm Desert, The Leaf. It's like going into Tiffany's. It is beautiful. So, uh, so gorgeously put together, but yet everyone that is there, they all know this is a senior community and they are ready to talk to seniors. And that was one of the things that I learned that was most important. I didn't know if they were selling me, you know, what they got the biggest bonus on, or if they were giving me products that I generally need. So they really do focus on the needs of seniors. Um, uh, then we've worked with um, an, another one here that has a lounge attached. And I've gone to, I think, every single dispensary in this area left in my cards. So we hope to be able to work with all of them. Like oh, I said, we're just sure. picking it back up right yeah, now yeah, after for sure. COVID. For sure. Yeah. And, and I will say there's about 200 dispensaries out in this area, too. Wow. Yeah. It's a, it's a big area for... Wow for seniors. And also, you know, we're growing within the cannabis industry. Yeah, that's great. Um, so what's the main website for people that want to check it out? www.senior-high.com. That's great. And you said there's Facebook. Do you also have any Instagram? You can hip, yes, can hip there, yeah. get Instagram. <laughs> Wait, we it? actually, <laughs> we, hi we hired what we call is our teenager, Josh, to help us with Instagram because that's just not our thing. <laughs> yeah, I figured. What's, what is your Instagram? It is, I think it's just senior-highofficial. Ah, I think okay. it's what that one okay. is called. Yeah. Well, check it out. Exactly. Senior-highofficial. Check yeah. it out on Facebook. Check it out on the mm -hmm. web. And if you're 55 or older and you're having those questions, 
definitely reach out because you have somebody who's yes. uh, doing something there to uh, to help give that knowledge, and we think that's great. And thank you so much for coming yeah. on the station You're and so uh, doing an interview. And uh, we uh, we give you uh, and hope you have great success with uh, educating everybody. Great. Thank you so much for being here. It was yeah, our pleasure. No problem. Thank you so much, okay. and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. You know, it's like when I get up in the morning, I'm like, man, I got to get up. I got to roll into the studio and uh, interview a guest. And it's always interesting when I have different people coming in. It's been definitely a lot of fun the past few weeks having different people from different industries come through. But in heart, we are a radio station and we always love to have musical guests come and hang out with us. So uh, we have the group Chainflower here today and uh, wanted to uh, say what's up to them, play some of their music and, uh, and and see everything's going on. I believe you guys have a new album and we'll talk about that uh, or some new music and stuff. I think you guys have been touring around and things. So uh, welcome to the studio. How you doing? Thank you so much. Hey, we're doing, doing great. great. Thanks for having us. Why don't you guys give an introduction to who you are? My name is Sid. I'm the Lead vocalist of Chainflower. Nice. Kelly, uh, guitarist and producer. Okay, so you produced uh, all the songs on Chainflower? Yes. Awesome. And what was the uh, inspiration of starting the group, and when did that happen? Um, another group was uh, was wrapping up. We were looking for a singer, and we didn't really... Um, we weren't really looking for a female at first, but then we had some... Um, submissions by some amazing female singers and this one we were just like well why don't we just try this direction and uh, she was down and that's sort of how the name came about as well okay cool so the chain flower essentially yeah. represents um, you as the lead singer essentially or yes it was, I'm the flower, just yeah, the yeah, flower. Right. yeah that's cool that's dope. there was another lead singer <laughs> so we went um, we released some songs and then uh, we were looking for singer I think about a year and a half ago and we found Sid who was amazing and um, then we released two more songs with her okay dope um, is is Brave one of the songs is that, yes or, or, it is so why don't we just put that on check it out cool
That's great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Now, did you get to participate in the lyric writing? Yes. This was actually, I think, the second song, Kelly and I, or was it the first that we wrote together? I think it was the first. Okay. So, yeah, I expressed mm -hmm. to Kelly, um, when they brought me in, I auditioned, did all that fun stuff, and I told him it's very important for me to co-write on the music. I'm a songwriter at heart. Sure. Um, and I, I wouldn't feel like, you know, it was like really, I had skin in the game, like if I wasn't really, you know, I mean, I... I would love to just sing on songs like music. That's what drew me to the band in the first place was that the music was really good. But I was like, I want to put my print on this too. For sure. So, yeah. um, Chain Flower essentially started with other songs, and then you brought her in. Is that essentially what happened? Or yeah, we yes. released a few other few other songs. Um, the She Rides F Fire. Mm -hmm. Can I play that one, or is that of course? Yes, that's, a new one. that's one of ours too. Okay, cool. All right.
Nice. That's dope. So, is oh, there you. is there a live drummer, or is that more uh, all the music is built in with it? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you guys produce just all of it, or is there a live drummer? Or we we have a drummer, Rainin. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. So, have you guys gone live, like on tour or anything yet? Or have, um, yeah, we, the, you know, we've been on a break because of the pandemic, but we played. Uh, first couple shows this summer oh nice and how was that how did you enjoy your first show what was that like where was it um, the viper room um, oh well, no is it the binge tv awards oh oh July. this summer oh man yeah, summer. <laughs> you said first so i was thinking like original first no yeah no like, what, what was the <laughs> first, first gig? like what was the first no but what was the first gig what was the first one you did okay. as chain flower so um, to just talk about that story yeah, yeah the first one ever very first one. <laughs> yeah very first me. one ever. yeah with you um was at the viper room um which is great because kelly and i've been in music like our whole lives like born into it so sure. um, we'd both done plenty of shows there before but it was really cool to do it together um, and it just felt like we had been playing together for ages. So, and you've been, you it sounds like you said you've been doing it with what other bands and stuff that you were in. Yeah, of course, you always give a, evolving. <laughs> a shout out to some of those. Um, well, yeah, I mean, one one that maybe recognized was Valora. Um, we did a duet with Breaking Benjamin. It was a huge thing because they broke up like shortly after that. So everyone was like, "Oh, Valora broke up Breaking Benjamin." And I was like, wow, you guys think I'm that powerful. <laughs> and that's I had that funny. much That's influence. great. That's so. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then, you know, every every step you take kind of like builds your character and turns you into the artist that you are today. So. What was the first group you were in when you started? And what, what age was that? Oh, man. Okay. I was <laughs> 15. I had a little band that we put together in a garage. It was called Higher Ground. And we played at Six Flags. We had like a residency there. So oh, really? It was so fun. So because, at 15, you yeah. literally had a residency thing yeah. at an amusement park. And then we got to go on all the that rides had to be <laughs> That had to be the fucking coolest thing. Yeah, of it. Like, awesome. oh, I'm going to go perform. And then I got like VIP access to fucking Action Park. Thanks. And people yeah. don't realize that that's a dope park. Like Action Park has always been like a fucking, you know, I remember, oh, in, I remember in New Jersey. <laughs> The Action Park, like on the East Coast. Yeah, and oh, stuff. it wasn't was that it? one. It was Six Flags. Oh, Action Six Flags. Park. I watched that documentary. Though. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, <laughs> no, but Six Flags, too, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. They're huge. It's not like it's small. No, it's awesome. That's a dope thing to do at that age. Yeah. And uh, and how long did that go for? Oh, I don't know. Until one of us got in a little quarrel and never and spoke that, again. Oh, uh, sure, <laughs> You know, sure, we were so young. Sure, but, yeah, of course. You know, and then I just, as soon as I could get uh, my hands on an instrument and really learn how to play, I just did it myself. And I would go into bars and like wherever they would let me in because I was underage, you know, but I was like, can I just sing on your stage and I'll leave right after, I promise. My parents are outside, you know. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, I did that for a long time uh, and then just kept forming bands and then I got my first record deal right after high school. Um, so That's cool. And who was that with? And was it as an individual or was it? Yeah, they signed me as an individual but then immediately put a band around me. Okay, and what was that? What uh, was it was Hollywood Records. And then what was the band? The band was Valora. Oh, the band was Valora. <laughs> yeah. okay. And then Valora evolved because it was like first hired guns because they're like, oh, you know, labels. They're like, we need to put something out quick. Um, and then I was like, well, can I actually pick the players? Like, can I find people that I know maybe? Like, so it's more sure. real. <laughs> they're like, yeah. all right, go ahead. <laughs> oh, that's dope. And then you did that. Yeah. And then after that, the band ended? or No, we went on plenty of tours. My So with Hollywood Records, I don't know if you know really about them, but they're, no. they were owned by Disney and so they put okay. us on tour with the Jonas Brothers and uh, <laughs> was, that, was that interesting? It was so interesting because we were a hard rock <laughs> band and so And was I, it mainly all girls? 
at your the band Genesis. at the time. No, oh no, you were, you were, oh, no. no, it was all all guys and me. And then I brought my sister in because I realized at that tour, like I'd love to have a sibling here who can play keys and also sing background vocals and just oh, have my buddy with me. You know, that's kind of cool. So, that's dope. And yeah. how'd she enjoy that experience? That'd have <laughs> been pretty dope, it. right? She, yeah. Yeah, I, I was like, can you just like pause being a cheerleader right now and like, come come sure. on tour with me? She's sure. Like, okay. And how long did you do that for? Oh, like maybe five, six years. Wow, that's yeah. dope. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then after, there, what happened with the band? Essentially, you guys take a break and uh, you started. Well, going, there was like a there was a change in regime over there at the label. Okay. So a lot of the rock bands, we became independent bands overnight. So sure, sure, <laughs> you know. Sure, so then sure. you just move forward and you keep doing it. And uh, Valor played. For years after that it's not it's not actually like the thing about it it's kind of like if i wanted to put out valora i could do it i own the trademark the name sure, you know sure, it started sure. with me but i'm obviously very busy with chain flower yeah of course know? absolutely so. yeah getting into you know the music that uh you've developed and I, I know that we've actually had you on uh i did an interview with you a while ago right dj yeah. dj k rock that's right under under your independent uh music and things like that so we did a whole episode with you which was really cool and mm -hmm. we'll definitely like play some uh, episodes of that in the future and stuff do you guys have um what's the instagram or how do people yeah. kind of like get a hold of everything uh it's chainflower music um and you can go on youtube spotify everywhere everywhere that you can find music and you can just if you want to just find all of our links easy just Google Chainflower. Sure. <laughs> and is there up. like a main website that tells people, hey, this is when we're back on tour or this or what? what's the... It's the chainflowermusic.com. Okay, cool. Yeah. So chainflowermusic.com that has a gateway to all that stuff. And then do you, is Chainflower where uh, DJK Rock rests or is, do you want to give a shout out to that whole thing mm -hmm. as, as well? Um, you know, it's a different genre, DJK Rock. Um, I focus, uh, that project is more pop and hip-hop so it's sure. not so much rock so you're into different yeah you kind of like created all these different genres of things huh yeah these are different projects so that was created specifically so i can go outside of rock that's dope it's more edm sure you know pop hip-hop yeah and flower is very much rock oh yeah mm -hmm. yeah of course big difference but you as a essentially musical producer mm -hmm. you've done different varieties of music Absolutely. essentially you know so Absolutely. which is cool because then you're well versed you know and all those I, different things. I try. Which, yeah, <laughs> man, that's great. And when will people get to look forward to actually now that COVID is sort of winding down a little more? When uh, when will be the next a uh, next uh, live event? You think? Um, we actually just played um, over Halloween at the Viper Room again. Nice. Um, and we have uh, shows in the works, but we haven't had anything to announce yet. But soon we'll have something. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's to dope. hold you over, um, that song we just played. Uh, she writes fire. We have a music video for that. You can check out. On okay, it's on YouTube. YouTube. Dope. Yeah. So yeah, check out the video on YouTube. Any shout outs to friends or family out there? I want to shout out to Rainin, my friend Rainin, who is also our drummer. Nice. <laughs> nice. Rainin. Working hard. Yeah. Couldn't be here today, but yeah, no worries. And you? Um, shout outs. Shout anything? out to Ditch, you know, our manager at Hood Associates. Oh, uh, dope. Dope. Well, it was great uh, seeing you guys, and uh, it was totally uh, a lot of fun. And uh, definitely say hello to Ditch. I haven't seen I haven't seen him in years. Oh wow! Years, he's still years. around. Yeah, he's still <laughs> around. He's been around forever. He's yeah. always doing stuff with different Absolutely. music groups and yeah. different people. A lot of back when I knew him it was more hip hop. He was doing a lot yeah. of hip hop yeah. stuff. Yeah, he still does that for sure. I think we're his rock baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? That's funny. 
That's great. Well, thank you guys so much for coming in. Oh, thank and, you. Uh, and we'll talk it's to you guys soon. Thank you so much. All right, cool. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. 